0: 780 8255 If you are just joining us, uh, we've been spending the entire morning thus far talking about what's going on inside of the UCP party. Jason Kenney was with us on the show to start uh, this morning at 9 o'clock, and we were, of course, talking about the meeting that was held yesterday with the UCP party where they decided that Drew Barnes and Todd Lowen both had to go and would no longer uh, be part of the UCP caucus. And, of course, we asked the Premier about uh, taking that step after weeks and weeks and months and months of saying, no, no, no. I welcome the debate. Dissension's not a problem. Look, I'm not going to get into the confidentiality of our, of our caucus discussions, but but obviously there are a lot of internal issues, uh, things that have happened between members that, that ultimately uh, caused, I think, the majority of our caucus to feel like they were being undermined and uh, unable to work as a team as a result. So they made that difficult decision. I regret that, that it had to come to this. Uh, Yeah, the Premier made it very clear, or tried to make it very clear anyway, that it wasn't his decision, this was a caucus decision, uh, to expel these two members, and he went on to say that they had a a discussion, we've been told the meeting lasted some seven hours uh, before a vote was taken. They had to make a a tough decision, and they did, and I I respect that. I mean, I did not reveal which way I was voting, because I didn't want to sort of put my finger on the scale. Uh, I did express my, my disappointment with some of the conduct. A lot of the listeners just monitoring the texts that have been coming in throughout the morning. Um, People are sort of pointing fingers at the Wild Rose members of this party. This listener to uh, 770 CHQR says, I am so tired of the Wild Rosers. Didn't they learn anything in 2015? You can't blow the party up again and expect a different result. They can't seem to get along with anyone. Ian says, uh, good morning, Shay. This is not the time to change our premier. This is a Wild Rose resurgence, Unfortunately, Coming from people that our premier trusted enough to install in cabinet, and then they have the audacity to trash the party in public. Good on dumping them. That's from Ian seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. If you'd like to weigh in on this, four zero three nine seven four eight two five five. As I said, so many people weighing in on this discussion. A lot of different opinions. Um, some people saying uh, th- this guy says, "Man, you sure come across as anti-Kenny." What happened to host neutrality? When you consider what he inherited, he's done a good job, give the guy a break. Yeah, my my job isn't to give the premier a break. Uh, I mean, if you look up the role that media plays in a democracy, our job is to hold leaders accountable, uh, to ask the questions that, you know, my platform puts me in a position to ask on the behalf of the citizens that's that's our role and it's an important role in democracy so i'm not here to give the premier a break there's some serious issues we're facing in the province right now and it's my job to present those to the premier and uh get his take on it uh let's check in with tracy now hi tracy how are you this morning
1: i'm good thank you how are you
0: good thanks for calling
1: Good. Um, The one thing that I was thinking about with all this going on is that a total of 17 people signed that letter saying that they were upset with the premier, and 15 are still in there. Now, they only need a total of 18 more MLAs to walk out of the UCP, and it puts Jason Kenney into a minority government. Right. And if they were to get a total of 25, they could actually form a party or, I hate to say, become the Wild Rose and become the official opposition and kick Rachel out of the official opposition.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a long way to go, and it would that would be a, a big, big deal to get to that situation. But you're right. I mean, when you're talking about basically that many people, uh, you know, it could certainly trigger a non-confidence vote. There's no question about that. And the other thing with the leadership review is um, we also have a situation where if they get enough riding associations to come on board and trigger the leadership review, that can happen as well, and uh, they're about halfway there. So I don't think this is over. The the, the big question, Tracy, is what the Premier did yesterday, and, and I, I'm saying Premier because obviously I believe he led it. I, I don't think it was the caucus that got together and did this on their own. I think they were directed by the Premier to have that vote yesterday. Is what he did yesterday enough to quell this, to put an end to this, or will we see more people step out of line? And if we start to see that, uh, the trouble that Jason Kenney's in right now is going to get much, much more severe.
1: I think we're going to see something similar to the Allison Redford fiasco, where this is just going to keep going, and if he makes any slip-up, they're going to use that to force him to resign.
0: Well, uh, they, that, there's that call, as we heard from Todd Lowen, um, but it, uh, it didn't come to that yesterday. So we'll see. Uh, like I say, definitely, definitely not the end of this discussion, I think, Tracy. We'll hear, we'll hear much more on this going forward. And we'll just, we'll just have to see. Are there more? Are there more waiting in the wings, uh, with the intention of stepping out and joining, um, those who are opposed to his leadership style? And, you know, the, the allegation that he is arrogant and out of touch, um, is severe. And and as I said yesterday, you need only think back to Alison Redford. Um, And that was her downfall. She was arrogant, she was out of touch, and then she was gone. Jim Prentice came in and many of the same accusations were leveled against him. Out of touch, arrogant, not paying attention to the will of Albertans, just doing what they wanted to do and not listening to their constituents or their own party members. So including that phrase in Todd Lowen's message yesterday, I don't think it was a mistake. I think that's very, very calculated. And it's a red flag for conservatives, because they know, they know that was the downfall last time around. Let's go to Rick now, who wants to share his Here, thoughts. On. Hi, hi, Rick, how are you?
2: Good, Shay. I'm a candidate for the uh, next civic election, October 18th. Rick Comrie's my name, and I'm a conservative. Okay. The, alterna- the alternative to to conservatism is following the path, the destructive path, of Justin Trudeau and Don Iveson. And I can tell you now that people need to rethink this. But the reason I called in was this. There is a new wave of conservatism and the people that represent conservatism, and I would represent that.
0: Okay, and And what what does it represent?
2: Describe it for me. The people, we're talking about the City of Edmonton, the province of Alberta must remain the people's city. They must have a say. They must. Their voice must be heard. And I might add, your station in particular, some others, that the people's voice has not been heard. You and see, I can that, tell... I, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. I've been listening to you. I've been listening to you go on and on. But I can tell you right now, censorship is well at hand. Oh, but what I, are you I, talking I, about? I've taken calls from anybody that you, phones Shay. gets have on Thank you, Shay. Have a good day, air. Shay. Have a good day, Shay.
0: Best of luck in the election, Rick. Censorship? Would you stop? Good heavens sake. I sit here half the day listening to people I completely disagree with, and nine times out of ten, I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. And I'm censoring people? Stop it. Sam, how are you? Oh, uh, am I on air? You are on air. Oh, thank you so much for taking my call.
1: I am a first-time caller. I meant to call earlier, but uh, this is such an amazing subject that I felt I had to call your show. So it's well, my first did. time. And, and by the way, thank you so much for conducting an amazing and wonderful show. The last caller should be ashamed of himself. Let's ah, hey,
0: not let's not give him any more attention. He's had enough. All right.
1: Uh, now going back to uh, this fiasco that uh, this party is facing. I, will, I believe uh, Jason Kenny has only and only himself to blame for whatever is happening to him. And I'm going to make a prediction right now. This man will not be the leader of this party at the next provincial election period. Because of what is going on, what he's done and he has been facing, I would compare to Alison Redford, is 100,000 worst. Okay. Because Alison Redford was just corrupt for her own, um, you know, having that palace in Edmonton using... Yeah, flying
0: TV. to Mandela's funeral. There was all kinds of things like that, right? Yeah,
1: and she was using, you know, the, the government airplane uh, for her nanny and her child and traveling to India and so on. But... Those compared to what Jason Kenney has done, I'll just give you one example. The money that Alberta government has invested, we are talking about $5 billion. This is with B that Jason Kenney has authorized before the American government shut down that pipeline, before even, before even it was made. That money is gone five billion dollars of taxpayers money is gone and who is to uh, responsible and to be blamed is Jason Kenny because before we have a new administration in White House he should have waited and see wait and see what will happen to the administration before five billion dollars to be invested in a pipeline that doesn't exist
0: yeah no, I, yeah that that that's definitely a misstep Sam there's no question you take a look at uh, one of the decisions that he has taken a lot of grief for right and then you can add in the doctor's squabble. You can add in the curriculum. You can add in the coal mining. A lot of situations where it would seem uh, a criticism that he is not in touch with the will of Albertans. He's not doing the bidding of Albertans, and uh, he's paying a price for it. And, and I think that's the allegation that was made by some of the members of his own caucus.